everyone. I'm Rachel here with Ari and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. This week we're on episode 182 and we're asking, how do you create a productive writing environment? Before we dive into the topic, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening if you haven't already. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with friends and feel free to write a review. Now, before we begin, I I just want to say that I came up with this topic idea because we're rearranging a bunch of rooms in my house and I was going to have a brand new office. And at the time of recording this, I still don't have my brand new office. So I am standing in the middle of my bedroom on a teeny tiny desk with like a makeshift setup. So I'm going to jump right in and say... One of the best ways to create a productive writing environment is to dedicate one specific room or area to writing. Obviously, this is a little easier said than done, depending on who you live with and with how many people you live with and how big your living space is. But if you can find one room that you can call your own for a certain amount of hours or a certain amount of days... That would be great because then whenever you go into that room, your brain kind of knows this is my writing space and it can be your bedroom. It can be an office. It can be the living room. It could be in the kitchen if you really want to and, you know, have food be your inspiration, I guess. I don't know. But wherever you can find a quiet space for you to sit by yourself or with a buddy who also likes to write, that would be ideal. Talking of offices. um... I have to say one of my friends she's not a writer but she needed an office to work from home for like extra stuff and she created a little tiny writing nook like a, an office nook under the stairs so she cleared it out and just put in a little desk and it was the space for the chair and she you know you've got the steps that go up and she just put little shelves and put all of her stuff and she put a door on it and everything so she could keep it open if she needed to. But if other people were in the house, she could just close the door. I mean, I think if people going up and down the stairs constantly, it would be quite annoying. But yeah, so there's there's all these little like pokey places you can find to do that. That is amazing, actually. I yeah. love that. I've actually like heard of people having their writing space be in their closet. Yeah. And like if they have a walk, yeah, if they have a walk-in closet that you could put like a little chair in there and like a little tiny table or something and use that. And um, I don't know, it works. You got to do what you got to do. Exactly. And bouncing off that, it's like, if you are lucky enough to have a separate space, it's so important because it, it helps to reduce distractions. And we always talk about this. It's like distractions are so bad. And you could even turn it into like a policy and say, look, if my door is closed, do not disturb me. Or if I, you know, hung something on the door handle, it means don't come in it just kind of helps and just to throw in some science according to a study carried out by the university of california irving look at me i actually went and found a study and i quote it takes an average of 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back to a task this is why it is so important to avoid distractions and if you can have a specific room where you can minimize those distractions it can stop you having a really crummy writing day. Yeah, I mean, you might still have one because we all have that, but it really does help. And if you can't have a separate room and it has to be an area, I would try and go for an area that is not high traffic. I mean, as, as I said, like, if you want to go in the kitchen, great. Maybe not in the kitchen at breakfast time when everyone's rushing around trying to get cereal and, and whatever else people eat for breakfast. So, yeah, just just a thought. If you have to, at least try and, and go in a quiet place where you're not going to be in everybody's way and be constantly surrounded by people 
moving about and, and doing stuff. So yeah, that's my two cents. 23 minutes is a long time. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah, wow. to get back into like flow and that it's uh this is why maybe I won't struggle so much, is we're constantly being disrupted by, you know, notifications and phone calls and people popping in and the doorbell and all this. So Well, yeah, I mean it's it's obviously easier said than done because if you're at home and if you're the only one home, then yeah, if the doorbell rings, you gotta get up and get it. Unless it's a solicitor, then then we run and hide. But <laughs> That's what brings me into my next point. This is why you should typically sit at a table or a desk so you can hide underneath it if need be. But also it's just great to have like that surface in front of you, whether you, you're writing in a notebook or you're writing on your laptop. It's just, it's better for your posture. You can obviously lay in bed or sit on a couch or go sit outside in the grass if you really want to. But it's better for your posture if you're sitting at a table or desk where, especially if you are on a laptop, you want the screen to be eye level with you because otherwise you're going to be hunched over, you're going to be squinting, your neck's going to hurt, your back's going to hurt. We're all old. We need to do what we can to make it that we're, we don't like just flop and, you know, we're, it's it's a mess. A table or a desk will help that. And it'll also help you realize that, you know, that's your writing space if that area is yours. Because even if you are in the kitchen sitting at the table, it's still, even if it's not a high traffic area at whatever time of day you decide to sit, that's still not your space. Everybody in the house shares that space. So if you have like a desk or something in your bedroom or an office, at least it's yours. So you can have your stuff. When you're done with writing, you can just leave it on the desk. You don't need to put anything away. You know where everything is. Uh, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. And every, you know what I should say, everybody works differently. For me, I do prefer to sit at a table or a desk because it does help me feel more productive in a weird way. No, it does. That's, that's totally it, isn't it? It's like a desk has that kind of mindset of you are working. Because we had desks in schools and we had desks in jobs. And there's this sense that it just creates that mindset of, right, it's time to be serious and sit down and get some work done. Whereas sitting on the sofa, sitting in the bed, and I am not going against anyone who does that. I know there are writers who only write in the bed and only write on the sofa because it's comfy for them. It works. Nobody is shaming you at all. Do it. I really wish I could do it. The moment I sit on the sofa, the cat gets on my knee and I can't get him off. So not a chance. But yeah, I, I'm the same. I need a desk. And I stopped using my laptop. I had a laptop for ages, had it with a monitor because your eye line should be at the top of the screen. That's where you should be in. And I, I always find even with the monitor and the laptop, it just didn't work as well. So I have a separate PC. And yeah, I like the idea of not having to pack things away. You know, I like having my screen and everything and all my setup ready. So yeah, I would definitely recommend that. And again, there's you can get a laptop with a special mount that lifts the laptop screen and you can use a separate keyboard or you can get a desktop, you can get a big monitor, you can get two monitors if you you know, if you like to have your world book on one and then your writing on the other or three monitors and have like some visuals that makes it all happy for you. I mean, I'll be honest, if I could fit three monitors, my desk doesn't allow it because it goes up and there's like shelves on either side. I would definitely have three monitors and I would have all the information right in front of me. But that's just me. So yeah, that's my point. 
I would love to have more than one monitor. Right now, I just have the one. I go back and forth between the desktop and my laptop. So sometimes I have both on at once, but they're obviously not connected. So it's not really the same. And also, I have a baby laptop. It's tiny because I spilled water on my other one. Rip. But anyway, bottom line is you got to ensure that you're comfortable. So sit in an office chair that's good for you, your bottom, your back, whatever. And also stand up once in a while, because even if you are at a table or a desk, it's always good to get up and just stretch your body, stretch your legs. But you can still work while standing as well, because you can get a desk that raises. They have like those electric ones or they have uh, little trays that you can put on your desk and there's a button and you can just raise that. So you don't need to go for like the thousand dollar raising desk if you know, you don't want to. Um, I, I like to stand up. I usually stand up a lot, especially when I'm at the desktop and I don't have one, but I would like to invest in one, get yourself a walking pad. And these are basically like portable treadmills. You can just stick them underneath your desk and you can walk while you write. So you're moving around, you're not stiff, but you're still getting your work done. That is hilarious that you did that because while you were talking before you got to that point, I was literally Googling like, isn't there something you can put under your desk to do exercises? And the first one that came up was the walking pad or the little mini bicycle pedal thing. So yeah, it's like you can be fit at the same time. Very possible. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I have to say, the best thing I ever did was upgrade my chair. I had one of those regular desk chairs that you see in like all offices and they're horrid. So I got rid of that and I paid a bit more money and I have a really nice high back S-shaped spine back chair with a headrest because every now and then when I'm annoyed, I just want to sort of lean back and go, oh my gosh, it's not working. And it's nice to have a headrest to do that. I have no armrests. And I added a gel seat cushion that is the best thing ever. I I love it. It's done wonders for my back. It keeps its shape. It doesn't like sag and get all lumpy like other cushions. And the design of it, it allows air to flow so you don't get all hot and sweaty on summer days. And I appreciate I sound like a walking advertisement. I am not being paid for this. Although if they would like to pay me, I will totally pimp this out way more. But seriously, I love my gel cushion. It's the best thing ever. I had to say that. It's funny because I need to get one of those gel cushions. You told me about that like a couple of years ago and you even sent me the link on Amazon. It's still on my wish list. I still haven't bought it yet. I don't know why it's like 20 bucks, but I need to, I need to get two because I probably should have one for my car as well because, you know, see, that's, that's the other thing. I'm short. So it would give me a little height in my car as well. So it's, it's a win-win. And while you're buying yourself that gel seat cushion, you should also make sure that you have plenty of office supplies because who doesn't love office supplies? That's kind of why we're writers. So we have an excuse to buy all the notebooks, buy all the colored pens and all of that fun stuff. So whatever your type of space is, make sure that your office supplies are in an easy to reach spot, whether it's in on your desk or in a drawer of your desk or shelves surrounding you. Just try to keep it in an easy to reach spot or at the very least know where they are, depending on the space. You just utilize all the space that you have, but don't be cluttered unless you work best when it's cluttered, then that's fine too. Do what you gotta do. I feel like I was being called out a bit like that because I am a clutter bug. When I, it's like, it's a bit nesty. It's like, I like to have everything around. I have shelves right next to the, the monitor. I have three pots of pens right around the monitor, a little stand that's full of post-its and 
and note cards and tape. And yeah, I'm just I like I like everything near me. It all has to be there. Um, yeah, so definitely agree with that. I'm gonna bounce off that and say also make sure you have things you need all the time: water, snacks, tea, coffee. So you're not constantly getting up to refill because remember we talked about the distraction you are also a distraction to yourself if you stop because you're like oh my god i'm really snacky need some snacks and you're stopping to go and get snacks that isn't great because you might be right in the flow and it happens you get those little rumbly pains and think you know what i do need to eat peanut butter out of the jar because that's my thing at the moment i am a bit obsessed with eating peanut butter from the jar so try and make sure you've already got snacks water a really good tea or what was it um yeah you put it like a flask like a nice hot flask is it a hot flask what's it called thermal a thermal flask you know you can keep it this isn't to stop you from getting up because we've talked about you need to get up and move around move your body but it does stop you from right in the middle of like oh my god i'm in the middle of writing and i really need a tea or a snack or whatever so yeah also have them there or <gasps> even better get yourself a mini fridge in your room and just keep everything and a tea maker and someone to make it for you yeah so become rich and hire a butler that's what i'm going for obviously i mean that's why we write right it's so oh, that yeah. we can become rich and get a butler is it i think, <laughs> I think we're fucking that all right now <laughs> I, know. I know um i i definitely like your snacks idea because my desk has a shelf at the bottom which i could use utilize it for files and things like that but i don't it's just lined with soda water bottles and snacks pretty much. Um, and part of the reason I do that is because my cousins come over a lot and my nephews are over during the summer. So I kind of bring it upstairs so that I hide the snacks so that no one eats them on me. Um, but yeah, definitely helps. Grab snacks that aren't messy though, because you don't want to be getting cheesy fingers all over your laptop keys. That's a big no-no. And also don't spill water on your laptop like I did. <laughs> my poor laptop. Can I just say, I actually expected something else you were going to say. When you said, oh, I'm going to get snacks, you know, because I have like family members coming over. I thought, oh, she's storing snacks for them to have and share. And it's like, no, I'm hiding snacks so nobody else can eat them. I did not expect that, but I, I will salute that because, yes, that is a good idea. I thought you were being really generous and I was like, oh, that's weird. But instead, you're like me. You hide the best snacks so nobody else can eat them. I love it. Listen. My family is like a pack of wolves, okay? There are so many people coming in and out because my cousins practically lived here for a, a few years when they were younger. And I would come home from school, I would come home from work, and I'd be like, where's this specific snack? And then, oh, somebody ate it. So I just hide everything upstairs now. Yeah. You have to. You have to. When you live in a house with like six other people, you have to. And finally, um, you know, I'll digress about the snacks. But since if you're going to have your own space and your own desk to put snacks, you probably have your own area that you can utilize the decor around you and you utilize the wall space. You can have little motivational uh, posters with quotes, fun memes, your book cover. I've seen people do that when they um, get their book cover finalized. They print out. They like blow it up and print it out and they hang it up on the wall and they just have like a line of all their books on the wall, uh, which is pretty cool. But you can also have like your books notes. If you're world building 
where you're just outlining and you utilize a lot of sticky notes and poster, like put the sticky notes on the poster board if I can talk, then you can also have that on the wall as well. Unless you put it all in a book as Ari just displayed to me on the camera. Um, but see, this is why it would be good to have file folders near your desk. So you have easy access. Ari didn't even have to get up from her seat to show me that on the camera. You guys can't see it. So I could be lying for all you know, but you know what? If you're listening to the podcast, I assume you get something out of it. Yes. Once again, I agree. I, I actually don't have what I used to have and that's due to the style of the room at the moment. I used to have, um, the three artworks I had of my main characters from three of my stories and I would have them on the wall and it was really nice just kind of glance up at them whenever I was writing and be like yeah that's my character and they got the sense of it and then on the other wall because my desk is always in a corner I don't know why I just really like corner desks I would have like a map of the world of the one of the stories I was writing I had a, a very badly drawn map I did like years ago with pencil crayon colors and everything but I had that and it really helped so yeah I said book covers or nice artworks or you know memos or anything or even just like your character artwork or your pieces of your swag or yeah anything that just kind of gets you in the field so when you just when you're stressing and having a bad writing day you can lean back in your chair and go oh look at that really good picture that's my inspiration like a, a vision board you could do a vision board and like plaster it all up and get yourself or you could have a giant cardboard sign that says stop faffing about and get your fucking writing done also helpful so yeah that's uh that's my two cents that is helpful i mean earlier we were talking about how you should minimize distractions and we've basically just explained all these other distractions get yourself a walking pad put up funny memes on the wall and uh have all the snacks <laughs> yeah. don't distract yourself while writing i mean some days you have to some days you have to you know it's for days when it's not distracting it's that kind of those little pockets of thing where your your brain's still doing the the churny churny trying to come up with something and you just need to step back for a little bit and sort of daydream and you can look at your pictures yeah. and you can eat your snacks you know and you can do your little running so you 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 know you're counteracting all the snacks you're eating. <laughs> set yourself it. a timer set yourself a timer <laughs> say i can be distracted for 20 minutes which i think you're supposed to do anyway if you're especially if you're on the computer I think once you're on, you're staring at the screen for X amount of time, you're supposed to step away for like 20 or 30 minutes or something like that. I don't know. Mm. I don't do it. I should do yeah. it. I think it's like but... every hour or every hour and a half. It's supposed yeah. to be like 20 minutes to sort of clear your head. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm not really sure. No, obviously we don't do it. So no. Yeah. I mean, why, why would we just, we're just here to preach guys. We don't actually take our own advice. So with that said. I'm going to turn it over to you guys because Ari and I should probably stop talking. Do you guys have a dedicated writing area? Let us know your answers in the comments so we can chat about it. And remember, we do release a new episode every Wednesday. Next week, we're discussing what are the different types of conflict. To ensure you don't miss it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your way out. As always, thanks for listening to the Merry Writer Podcast. We'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Felt Tip Pens. We love to color code. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.